Listen to the Rewinding Minute with Leon. The following episode is commercial-free, courtesy of the listener support contributions to the Rewinding Minute. Please consider contributing to the podcast to help us remain commercial-free. Thank you for tuning in to the Rewinding Minute. I'm your host, Leon, and this is episode 22, and I'm joined by Nora of Human Postcards. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm excited to have you on the podcast because I ran into your Instagram account, and after that, I decided this is quality content that I want to share with my listeners, and it's very similar to what I want to be doing, storytelling and sharing the lives of people in a very spontaneous and very visual and audio way. And um, so I'm just going to let you introduce yourself a little bit because I don't want to, I don't want to take, I don't want to steal your thunder. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. I'm really happy for this uh, virtual encounter and to be able to share our project with uh, with your listeners. well, I'm Nora. I'm uh, half Polish, half French. I was born uh, in, a, in a beautiful, incredible house at a residency for artists. And there, I think I learned to be curious and talk to strangers every single day. So I, it was rooted in my in my DNA. And I took it further by going on the road with a camera this time in my hands, the camera being a sort of passport into all sorts of strangers I would meet randomly every day and having my partner with me on the sound, Ari, uh, we just decided to make films with this camera in hand, microphone in Ari's hand and discovering stories in everyday life. So that was the initial idea which uh, created and the, gave birth to Human Postcards. And Human Postcards is a series of one-minute video portraits about strangers that we meet every day. And in these portraits, we share a little bit uh, of what we discover in that person. So sometimes we will spend some uh, an entire day with that person, and yet we'll we'll shrink it down to to the essence of what we felt about that person in a in a one minute uh, postcard, as we like to call them, that we share with the world on the incredible web. That is a, a great platform to share these. Uh, these moments and these homage to the people that we meet. And what we love to do is to show that every single person that we meet every day can, can be a story and can be a source of knowledge and of, uh, and of lesson for us because they experience things that uh, are definitely different from what we experienced, but I'm sure also can cross our experience and, and, and have some echo in, in our own lives. So that's what we do. We've been doing it for four years now. We travel around the world and we are currently traveling around Europe, uh, more precisely. And today I'm in Poland for where we just spent our second day here and we filmed three portraits today. So I'm all excited and wired up from the three portraits we filmed today and the incredible stories that we, we gathered. Lovely. Well, before I get to my questions, my first question is, when are you going to stop to North America? <laughs> Have you been to North America? <laughs> Not yet. Definitely on the list, uh, especially that uh, I can speak the language. So a lot of stories I can I can capture there because uh, we love to make the portraits in the natural language in the mother tongue of the people. So and I, I've seen a lot of interesting stories, beautiful landscapes where you are. So I hope uh, I hope it will be a. Uh, in the future, stuff will do. Um, so, speaking of languages, how many languages are you 
uh, fluent in and how many languages are you able to uh, communicate with others? Because you do a lot of traveling, and I, I know that you've been to over 100 countries, I believe. Yeah, I, I love the way you formulated that question. It's great because I, I do speak certain languages and some I can communicate with, which doesn't mean I speak them perfectly, but I can communicate. <laughs> uh, so I, I speak uh, French, Polish, English, Spanish, some Chinese. And these languages, I think I can communicate in. And then there's a lot of languages that I'm, I get a feel for. So I can I can get along with Italian, Portuguese and Russian uh, I think as long as you're curious and you're eager to communicate and you're just hungry for getting that connection with someone and you have those basics of other languages, you can you can make it work. So it's, uh, languages are, are, are really, uh, for me, just a, a tool to be able to do what I do, which is ask people questions right. and listen to them. So, you know, you and your partner, Ari, are definitely the world travelers. <laughs> uh, yes. So... Uh, I guess I have a lot of different questions. Uh, whatever comes to me first, I'm definitely going to ask. Is, um, Please. I, I, I listened and I watched your TED Talk that you gave. Um, where, where was that TED Talk and how did that process come along? Were you invited? Did you submit content? How was that? Because I know a lot of people uh, in, in America, we watch TED Talks during our uh, university college lectures that professors like to use as uh, supplementary content to teach material. Um, so we're, we're very well versed with TED Talks in general, but how, how is that, um, TED Talk for you and how is that TED, like, how is that presentation overall? Um, so the TED Talk, uh, I love TED Talk for, first of all, I just, I, I also watch them a lot and, and they're very inspiring source of knowledge and ideas and, and stories. So I, I, I was an avid consumer of them. And a friend of mine, I just sent him, I think, a message asking him how he's doing. And his reply was, uh, oh, I'm, I'm preparing a TED Talk that's happening in, in the city next to, to our hometown. And he said, oh, you should, you should submit. The, the, the theme is connecting the dots. Human postcards would be perfect. So I, I just decided I, I should just submit something. Learn later on that it was too late. The whole, all the spots were taken. But about maybe a week before the, the TED Talk event, I was contacted by them again saying, we just got a person that had to cancel. We have a free spot. Would you be able to make something in, uh, in like tonight for us to, to see, to hear your speech and see if we can make it and, and, and do it in a week? So I just, uh, I sat down. I watched, uh, my favorite TED Talk. I think one or two, but one of my favorite one and the second one to just get inspired again and then sat down and wrote my whole speech more or less like in one go, uh, just telling the story of how Human Postcards was born, for what reason, and our experience to it. And then did that the next day to the, the jury. They loved it. And, and so one week later, I was on the stage uh, after rehearsing a lot in front of my flower plants. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the TED Talk has to be rehearsed. It's a definitely great experience. And... Uh, and as much as I like the whole process of preparing it, the moment I preferred was being on stage and, and having a real public and sharing my idea and our project with the, with the crowd. You're, you're lucky because the plants are a tougher crowd. They don't get to clap and laugh. Like the <laughs> so you it's true. And I don't think I was as good in front of the plants. <laughs> having a crowd changed the vibe. <laughs> exactly. 
So um, in your TED Talk, you had uh, talked about, uh, you know, two different individuals that you had met. You talked about, uh, let's see, you talked about uh, the the male that was the triple amputee um, who mm-hmm. lost his, uh, you know, his limbs to frostbite while he was working um, overseas. Um, and then you also talked about the, the young boy, Inoki, that you had visited. Mm-hmm. So um, I think besides those, why did you choose to implement those in your presentation? And what other interviews and one-minute postcards did you find memorable to you um, throughout the throughout the four years you've been doing this? It's a good question. Why I chose those two? It was a difficult process, and I asked other people who also have more distance towards the postcards and these were the ones that came out a lot because I think they're strongly inspiring. You have this eight-year-old kid reminding us why being alive is so special and why we should be grateful and with a vocabulary and and a mind behind it that is brilliant. And Jake is also, of course, someone who experienced something that we can all imagine experiencing and all imagine struggling through and feeling for the power of the mind that he had to have to go beyond this loss and and and, and live the way he lives today but so many other portraits we made have uh, powerful messages and sometimes in the most simple and 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 ordinary way um that are just a great reminders of things we often know but we tend to forget so um there, and, and also, I, what I really love with the postcards, and I tend to try to to show, is the contrast between what you see and what you hear. So to try to look outside the box and not think that when you see someone, you can you, you know who that person is, because we tend to judge really fast, and I think it's a human thing. We just see something and we 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 have to categorize it and and know where to put it. It's almost like an instinctual. Thing about human beings and I want to go against that a little bit so if you I, I love filming someone for instance who works in a supermarket someone you would maybe not really take the time to talk to and 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 grab you with a powerful story that person that person says and was a strong lesson about love for instance like Emma we filmed in a supermarket in New Zealand um, or um, what else there's so many in my head it's like a big uh, tornado, especially at the moment because we are currently traveling through Europe and we just filmed 40 portraits in, uh, in about, <laughs> in about three weeks. So I have so many new stories as well in, in, in my head that are, are going on. And also in, in this, in this idea of going outside, thinking outside the box, we filmed this young man working in a fishing shop, uh, shop in New Zealand, a French guy who, only decided to take a break and he's doing those fish and ships and you might think he's just a cook but he's an engineer of uh of um how do you call them the the boats and that go under the water in the sea submarine submarine so he's a submarine engineer that invents submarines and has higher education and and invents boats that are used by like countries all around the world and yet he's here doing his fish and ships so i i love those little things that make you look twice at someone right. um 
and know the different lessons that, that we get from every single person. I could, I could go on and on for a long time, actually, if I were to tell you all the portraits I love. There's also Rory that, um, did, when we met him, he had just finished a six, six months walk throughout New Zealand. And he shared with us this experience, how he's, he's, um, feeling towards time completely changed and how he wants to keep that, uh, the way he memorizes every single day and every single moment and smell, the way he talks about it is very special. I always feel like my, my way of talking about the messages that are told by the contributors and the people we film is never as powerful as their own voice. That's also why I chose video and not photograph, photo, yes. because it's so special to hear the voice of the person tell their mission, their message. Right. And also because all the interviews we do, they're really conversations. They can go and on for, go on for an hour sometimes. And we just keep that one minute, but because they're, they come out of a conversation that was long and people could feel at ease and share and open up. I think that's why you really feel the honesty of the, of the message. So how do you, how do you and, you know, your partner go about uh, reaching out to these people? Do you just go, do you travel? to a location and find people or do you contact these people first before you reach the destination is everything that you do in finding these you know inspiring individuals spontaneous or is it planned it's the first round that was in Zealand and asia was all spontaneous completely and this round in europe is uh, half spontaneous where we just show up somewhere and, and find stories. And half also we decided to make a, a call out to the world who wants to propose us some stories to follow and meet, uh, to just do it. So we've been meeting. I have to start moving, but I'm going to move and continue because <laughs> the restaurant where we're at is closing because we're completely nomads at the moment. Can you can you pack up, Ari, and I can finish? Okay, Ari is going to pack up and I can continue. Sorry for that. No problem. That's what I love about podcasting. Uh, we, we do this, we do this raw and natural and unfiltered. We, get <laughs> we are we are in a cafe where we could get internet, and then we we'll be back in our camper van because we're doing this tour in a camper van, uh, which is great because it makes us very flexible to find stories. Yes. So I was saying that half of them we're still finding just like that as we go, uh, random encounters, a smile that attracts us, an action, a job, but also a lot of people have offered, uh, okay, a lot of people have, um, have uh, reached out and, reached out and send, that, send us amazing uh, characters to meet. So we've been following that as well, and uh, we often don't know anything about the person before we meet that person. Um, but sometimes it gets us to very funny situations and it's fun as well. Like today we filmed, um, two young men that do medieval reenactments <laughs> and, uh, and also a, a woman archer. And last night we were in a, in a room filled with snakes and, and cockroaches and all sorts of exotic animals with a, a man who's during the day, uh, he's just a, a computer programmer and at night he, he has this incredible, hobby it's crazy what the human story can tell you can never judge a book by its cover exactly exactly <laughs> what are your plans after your europe tour do you have 
anything in mind where you will travel? Are you going to take a break? Or are you going to continue uh, creating these portraits through the, the rest of 2018? I think um, the next uh, trip is going conti- to continue. We finish this Europe tour end of October. And November, I'm off to India. Oh, wow. uh, I'm planning to continue making portraits there, although it won't be as intense as now, because now we are just completely dedicated to the project, making two, sometimes like today, three portraits a day. Uh, and in India, I'll be traveling by myself with that Ali this time. So I'll, I'll try the ideas to me trying to make portraits without him, although it's really nice to be two and to have this amazing sound engineer on the road as well that makes those beautiful sounds that we have in the films because we don't use any music. But India will be uh, the next stop after that, Thailand. And and we don't know yet what we'll be doing after that 2019, but uh, we have some some ideas. We're still, we're still searching. Although I have this little fantasy to decide to give it to our fans to decide on our next destination. So to give us a, a sort of voting system and they can decide where we go in the world. Because I really, like the hardest thing for me is to decide where to go because I don't really mind as long as yes. as you put me somewhere, I'll find the stories. I vote for New York. Okay. <laughs> Come and find me. I love New York. It's my favorite city in the world. So uh, it's a lot of culture as well. Yeah, it's, it's the only place, it's the only city where I just feel completely at home. Uh, all the other places, it's I feel like it's a place I'm just going through or out. But New York is, is my home. Good. I just, I've been there for a few, for a year, I've been there. I spent there a year, so. Okay. Oh, wow. So it is like home. I'm going to continue that, but if you don't mind, I'm kind of like uh, moving. I'm so sorry about this. Uh, Oh, on, on the go. This is like, <laughs> this is like, you know, real, you know, action on the spot. You know, this is how yes. real content. Is. <laughs> it's behind the scenes of human postcards. <laughs> um, so, do you ever run into any issues with internet, Wi-Fi, technology, electricity, tech, like electronics? How do you maintain the production and the audio, and the whole process? if you're in places and areas without necessities. Um, it's, it's, can you help me, Adi? Because I'm, yeah, I, just, I want to read this place five stars. Ah, okay. Well, you do it outside. So sorry. Can you do it too? No, I can't do it now, Adi. I'm on a, on a call. I don't think Adi's realizing I'm live. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. Do widzenia. Um, okay, I'm outside now. I don't think they're going to kick us out from here. So this is a very good question. As you actually you're witnessing live what's happening with Wi-Fi, <laughs> is that sometimes uh, roaming and 3G is good. Right. We end up going to a restaurant where we can uh, catch up on everything and enjoy our social media, our emails. Um, but luckily, Europe is quite good with the roaming, so. That's that's really easy. We have that is disconnected. Hello. Yeah, I think we were disconnected for a minute. 
Oh, can you see me now? Yes, I can see you. I it was it was uh the audio was kind of, like it was frozen and lagging, but I think we're better now. Are you okay. Good? All right. Do I need to repeat anything, or you are you good? Um, just for the just for the benefit of the listeners, uh, what? Did, okay. Yeah. What are the, just to recap the last maybe thirty seconds? Okay, the last thirty seconds. Um, I was mentioning how uh, you're witnessing live the struggle of going after internet, running after net internet sometimes. But luckily this time we have sponsors on on the road with us, and they gave us an incredible camper van we can travel with, and it has all the all the electricity and everything we need to be a uh, digital nomads, like you call them. <laughs> that's that's true. So how? How is this camper van? Like, do you, uh, how far do you, do you guys drive it or do you park it somewhere and you, you travel or do you drive the whole thing throughout the country? We drive the whole thing throughout the country. It's a really big animal. It's seven meters by three. So, okay. uh, it's quite hard in a very big city. So when we were in Madrid or Barcelona or Paris, yeah. All the big cities, we left it outside on a guarded parking lot and just uh, took the public transport into the city. Because we are quite a mobile team. We just have, um, we usually use natural light. So we just, we can travel both with our backpacks, with our right. gear and, uh, and travel and, and film like that. Okay. But uh, the rest of the time was we are with our camper van and, and just stopping where we film, like today in the middle of a forest. Oh. Okay, so what happens when you travel to India? How is that uh, adventure going to be like? Is there going to be a camper van involved, or are you going to be on foot? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Are you hearing me? Yeah, sorry. I think we're we're getting. I'm gonna sit stand next to the Sphinx map, so you get that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's give us the the best you know connection possible. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna keep close to the Sphinx. I think it's a. Oh no, it's not the Sphinx. The Pharaon. The Pharaon. So I we we kind of got disconnected about um, my question about India. What happens when you uh, travel to India? Is there gonna be a camper van? Will you be on foot? Are you going to go to hostels or hotels and? Uh, I'm gonna be on foot, hostels, hotels, and uh, just really uh, backpacker style for this uh, Indian tour. That's why it's going to be a new experiment of traveling with even less gear and a bit lighter. But uh, I'm, I'm really eager to, to, to get some stories there. Right. Um, how long do you think you'll be in India for? Is there a timeline? Yeah, I'll be in India for one month. Oh, one All month. All of North India. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's a long time. To... Right. I mean, you're used to traveling, but I... It's going to be, are you going with, if, Ari's not going, but are you going to travel with any friends or, you know, people that you have encountered in the past, or is it just a solo trip? 
It's a bit of a soul trip, and I also have some friends that uh, are actually there, so I'll meet some friends there. I'm also going to Thailand after that to meet some other friends. So it's going to be a, a, some of the solo, some with friends. But right. if I want to be really good at uh, doing the project, I have also to do some uh, time alone. Okay, so it, you get you know a little bit of everything while you're yeah. traveling. Um, so what's the what's the future for human postcards? Will you continue to uh, do this same theme? Do you plan on branching out, or if you have you branched out already? Like, are you, do you have any other projects in mind, or is human postcards your only or main priority for the time being? Uh, human postcards is a strong priority, I would say, because we, we did it for uh, we did for six months intensely at the beginning, three or four years ago, and then we got completely. Uh, Kidnap if you would like to make human postcards for their company. So make exactly the same concepts and vibes and freedom to film people working at the company, but outside of work. So we film people watching stars, horse riding, cooking, jumping from planes, all sorts of crazy things that they do outside of work. So they're really, to me, my human postcards, but they were for internal use for companies and they also paid. So they made me they allowed us to have some make some money uh, and this has taken us two years we've been just full-on having one company after the netting us for doing to do that so now for me it's the time where I want to put some time back into the non-for-profit and meet people randomly and I would like to give it a bit more time and more love because it's a project I really truly care about and believe in and I feel I still have so many stories together and so many countries to cover so for now I really want to concentrate on that but I do other projects on the side all the time I film portraits of other people artists uh, and other projects a bit longer so it's it's not my only baby but it's uh, it's my main one my favorite one <laughs> I I'm sure it's your favorite one. You definitely have put a lot of time and effort and you've really allowed the world to see what the human postcards and all these portraits are definitely about. And I really want to thank you for sharing stories of other people because uh, most of the time we just, you know, go about our daily lives and mind our own business and we forget to take a minute and just think about the next person and just kind of start a conversation or just chat with somebody because a lot of times we are so busy with our own personal lives that we kind of just pass people on the street, pass people in public transportation, pass people at work or when we're on our leisure and we just forget to connect. We just kind of disconnect now more than we do connect. Um, and with the power of technology and social media, I was able to find um, you and human postcards, and I'm glad that we were able to do this interview despite all the, you know, technical issues that we've encountered. But I think that makes it more spontaneous. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> My podcast is supposed to be natural. There's no, there's no fake. There's no editing. It's kind of just straight to the point because when we live our lives, we run into obstacles and we run into all these roadblocks that we have to maneuver around. Um, but is there anything else you wanted to share about yourself or human postcards before we wrap things up? 
Uh, I'm not used to sharing so much about me. I'm more on the side of asking questions. But right. uh, and you, you summed up mostly the goal of the project to me. Can you hear me? Hello? I think I lost you. Are you back? Yes. I'm yes. so sorry. Internet nope. just completely cut out. Um, We're talking about that. You usually don't share much about yourself. Yeah ask the questions that's where we uh left off okay. um and i was and i was just going onto another road i was thinking back about my time in new york and how much new york felt so special in a way that uh, i never met as many people as in new york in completely random places i think that's where also my my fearlessness of talking about with strangers on the street comes from it's from my time in new york because people, I feel, really interact with each other on the subway and the cafes. If someone reads a book someone likes, they actually will say, like, hey, what, what book are you reading? Can I, can I see? Can I, can I know more? And I never saw that anywhere else in New York. So I'm just, I want to, a big shout out to New York. I hope it keeps its, its heart like that. I, I miss that. Um, and I think I, I kept that, that, that vibe within me. And that's what I'm doing every day and bringing to many places in the world by just, going and talking to complete strangers when you do that outside of new york people are often surprised <laughs> maybe a bit wary although look i guess i guess i'm i'm, I'm lucky i think I, my big smile helps <laughs> but um uh anything i'd like to say i like i guess things things like like now just this conversation also makes me very excited and happy about the next perspectives I have with uh, social media because we haven't used it so much until now. We only just shared our portraits on, the, on, on our website and I'm discovering now the power of social media and sharing the behind the scenes, sharing how we make the portraits, how we meet the people and to see that I can just right now, right now out of the blue, talk with you in New yeah. York and share my story and share our experience in our project with with your les listeners and uh, and I hope learn more about your project uh, after we finish that that conversation and have a look at your at your podcast and listen to your to your guests uh, just to see how many doors also the internet has to offer is uh, is very exciting so if anyone wants to reach out like you did and talk to me about some ideas for films and portraits to make, or I, I'm really loving also this whole worldwide that is opening up right now there. Yes, it's in the palm of your hand. Yes. <laughs> but it's good also to, to, to look up sometimes because more and more people are just looking in the palm of their hand, but it's really good to just look up and, and talk to that uh, barista that made their coffee. Right. So before we end, um, I, I really appreciate the time. You know, this has been the most, you know, spontaneous ever. We just literally, you know, communicated an hour before. Let's do this. And we we just jumped to it. Um, yeah. Where are some where can the listeners and where can the audience find human postcards? What are some social media accounts? What are links? What's your website? What are ways we can find you 
on the web? Sure. Uh, well, it's quite easy. I think we're the only one with that name. It's Human Postcards. So the website is www.humanpostcards.com. Yes. Uh, for all sorts of behind the scenes and lots of stories of me, uh, uh, approaching strangers randomly and telling the everyday a little bit what we filmed and the story we found. It's more of Instagram for that. Okay. So on Instagram, Human Postcards. And uh, soon we'll be releasing uh, new portraits, and I think we'll be using the YouTube channel. So if anyone needs that, can also find us with Human Postcards. But not the old films are all on our website for now. And Facebook, of course. I don't know how many people are still using Facebook. I still enjoy it because it makes me see where my friends are in the world. So, right. But Human Postcards on Facebook is also very present. So we're, we're, we're out there everywhere. The one that we use the least is, is Twitter somehow. But... Um, so for all like behind the scenes is Instagram and, and Facebook with human postcards and for the films really to watch the films is the website. Well, you know, before, you know, I end it, I just want to, you know, give a quick shout out to, to you and Ari for creating this wonderful project. And I really recommend everyone take, you know, just a minute, because these five, just take one minute a day, one minute a day or one minute every hour just to watch the one. Uh, yeah. because those it can change your life you know it's the power if you put time into uh, making you know thing it can open your mind in just one minute so it definitely opened mine and I'm I'm glad that you know you responded and we got to record and you know share our uh, stories with other people all over the world and fun fact you're my Second international, you know, slash world traveler. I I recently interviewed Josephine uh, of Let Your, you know, Inner Fire Aspire. She's from originally and now in the, uh, she's in Amsterdam studying university. So it's it's great that we have uh, a global, you know, it's not just all Americans. And uh, and since you can speak all of these different languages, I think this this is just another. You know, another day in the a walk in the park for you. You know, a very easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I spent the day in Polish today, so I'm sorry if my English was a little bit clumsy. But uh, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for this spontaneous invitation, and uh, it feels always special to share a project. And I, I can't wait to see learn more about your your podcast. I saw actually Josephine picture beautiful redhead and she intrigued me so I'm gonna go and have a she'll be my first podcast I'll listen from you <laughs> collaborations maybe you can get some not too far not too far in Europe right uh, yeah we, we just came from Holland so oh. it'll be for next time but uh, I'll definitely reach out well thank you for tuning in to episode 22 of the Running Minute um, I was joined by special guest Nora of Human Postcards and We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you, Leon. Listen to the Rewinding Minute with Leon Sheck, only on Spotify and Anchor.